All right, we are back with another episode of Real in the Field, coming off a hot weekend of games. It was a, it was a, it was a mess. It was a shit show out there. <laughs> we had one game that was just completely like lackluster, uh, and then one that was really entertaining, but just had the you know lines just completely came apart. So uh, where do you, where do you want to start? <laughs> All right, we're starting with the Ravens and the Chiefs. Yeah. Let's get let's get that going. It was the first game. Uh, Chiefs, dude. Travis Kelsey, Mahomes <laughs> got just so annoying. They're so good. They, they are were so good. They were so dialed in. They were so coached up. Yeah, they knew exactly what to do. They executed their game plan. They Kelsey was unstoppable on third down. Yeah, he was a beast for sure. And it was it was. It was awesome. It, yeah. was, it was a clinic. It's why they've been to the Super Bowl however many times and however many years and yada, yada. Yeah. Like, so good. Well, and the Ravens came out with a game plan uh, that was confusing. They ran the ball like uh, like, like mad. Times. They ran the ball like mad men all season long. And then when they came into the playoffs and going uh, the game that's going to decide whether or not they go in the Super Bowl, they just say... You know, let's just go away from that. Let's just huck it down the field uh, time after doing? time. Uh, it was a bold strategy. <laughs> bold strategy, Cotton. Yeah. And uh, did not pay off for them. Yeah. Uh, it was like watching a game of Madden when you're down by a bunch and you're just hucking it down the field. And yeah. it, like nothing was landing. It, it was it was kind of, uh, it was just kind of embarrassing. Like, why would you go away from the run game that won you so many games put you the it the made you the seed. number one seed yeah. in the AFC and opened up your passing game so much so that Lamar Lamar Jackson was looking just like an uh, not even looking he is the MVP and you go away from that completely and rush the ball six times I against again uh, uh, against one of the worst uh, rushing defenses yeah on ranked paper. somewhere in the twenties but yeah well yeah or, yeah yeah. I I don't know. I don't know. I think they I think they panicked a little bit. They yeah. got behind, right? And well, first they got three and outed. Chiefs went down, scored, and then it was kind of like, oh, oh, like yeah, what's going on? And then they just couldn't get their footing. Then they had like stupid penalties. Yeah, like really bad the, ones. The personal fouls. Yeah, hitting uh, when after the play was over, oh, just coming Mahomes in. Mahomes got hit in the face, and yeah. then Kelsey got headbutted by Van Noy. And all those, I've been I've been coaching football a long time. All those were frustration penalties. Yep. Yeah. You were embarrassed. Yep. You were frustrated. Getting punched in the mouth. And you're yeah. You're just the playbook's out the window, and you're like, only thing I can do is lash out. Yeah. And that's exactly what they did. That is yeah, pure frustration. And then when you have things that just aren't going your way, you're you know you're going down the field. You have a really nice drive going, and then you 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 get the ball punched out. And well, and, and, go, go before that a little bit. Yeah. So when Flowers caught the ball, he spun it and taunted. Oh, right. Yeah. And then they got like, dude, you're going to call taunting. Yeah. <laughs> and the, in, in the championship, like, dude, get out of here. It just was a uh, it was a lackluster game. It was like you know, I think we all felt frustrated. I think everybody wanted to see Lamar Jackson get to the Super Bowl <laughs> yes. and everybody wanted to not see Taylor Swift in the Super Bowl exactly and here we are year uh like you said however many years that the Chiefs have been in it uh I don't think Andy Reid gets enough credit for his part not a lot of people have been taught it's a, it's a lot of talk about Patrick Mahomes and of course yeah he gets his due and same thing with uh Travis Kelsey but yeah not not a lot of people have been talking about Andy Reid and what he's done to coach his team to get into that position. Yeah, I agree. And then uh, last year, remember their offense coordinator Eric um, Bieniemy, Bieniemy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he was like, "Oh, it's it's because of me, it's because of me." So, and then he got an opportunity somewhere else, and he left. Right? And yeah. He hasn't really done anything much with that. So again, just to 
add on. That just shows how good Andy Reid is. Yeah, he gets his guys ready. Dude, getting a game plan. The Chiefs' defense was dialed in. Yeah, they were they were dialed in. They were they, they were, were flying all over. Blitzing from here, blitzing from there. Yeah. Like, dude, they played so well. And then they they forced Lamar to throw that that pick at the end, which was yeah throwing into triple cover. He was just trying to make something happen. It was it was like you said, it was a frustrated just trying to make something happen. And it's one of those things like that far into the game when you haven't developed the run, you haven't developed Lamar Jackson his run or his ability to run. Like you've done nothing, and then it just comes desperation. It's like how I felt playing. Madden or playing like you know against someone who's really good yeah. and you have no game plan after that you think oh I'm gonna run I'm gonna do this and then in the end you're just like <laughs> fucking streaks everyone streaks <laughs> you know what I mean yeah. everyone streak and and it ends up like it's not gonna go your way like st- like yeah. it's just not gonna you're not gonna come down with the ball every time and it's just it's gonna lead to mistakes okay think back to those Madden days and you're playing like how mad yeah. and frustrated did you get? And oh. then when the person that you're playing is celebrating or talking talking some smack, dude, did it was, you get like angry. Lorenzo, exactly, Lorenzo Calderon was that guy. Exactly, Every time exactly we play against each other, yeah, and he would run up the score on me, and I was just like. Couldn't do anything about it, so I would just turn, what do they call it when you just <laughs> hit the reset <laughs> hit the reset button? Like, no, nope, that game doesn't count. I turned it off. <laughs> No, but I go back to that. The fumble was huge uh, on the goal line going in. That would have been a huge momentum swing. And yeah. To get, uh, so credit to the Chiefs for keep playing hard on defense and oh, punch, for sure. punching the ball out. Yeah. Um, and then the the very last drive, like the Ravens weren't completely out of it. Yeah. And the Chiefs need to get a first down, and Mahomes just throws up and it's completes just, that long ball. Dude. And it. right then and there, you're like, dude, these guys are. Just. And that's what it, and that's like, uh, that's just how it's always been with them. They find a way to get it done. They find a way when they need that first down, they'll they'll get it. They find yeah. a way to. Patrick Mahomes has a way of just getting it done, one way or another. The guy just gets it done, and it's uh, it's frustrating to see. And I want to, I don't want to say frustrating because I am not like a Chiefs hater or anything like that. But I think we all. As sports fans, you don't like seeing that same team just kind of get in it. You want to see some. It happened when the Patriots were on the Patriots. run. Everyone hated Tom Brady. Everyone had, oh, they lost Wilker. Oh, oh, now they have Edelman. Now they have yeah. you know, Amendola. And it's like, well, this time we're going to get them. And then they just did it again. And, and you're just, just like doing it. Yeah. You just hate on them. Yeah, you it just, it, it's just yeah. a natural, your natural disposition when a team is that dominant. I think it's just always in us to uh, like root for the underdog, and it's hard saying that Lamar Jackson and the and the Ravens were underdogs. But when you're when you have that much success, it's like all right, let's. Uh, I mean, there's a reason why, and we saw it. Uh, why they are just so successful? They just find ways to get it done. But uh, another team that found a way to get it done <laughs> <laughs> was the Niners. Oh my gosh, that was okay. It was a very entertaining game. Yes. It was, yeah. I mean, it took you, it was a roller coaster of emotions. Yes. Yeah. And it's, it's so, it just, you, you're left with like, just like being one impressed with Brock Purdy. Yes. We've been, uh, not a fan of his, but we've, you know, we've yeah, talked no. about just how yeah. much of a study was last year and, you know, getting his team he into got that hurt, position. And then if he would have, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Last game, he, he had a he had a really bad game, and you know we were just wondering if he was going to bounce back. And uh, dude, sure, sure as shit, he did. <laughs> Gosh, you, but talk about a game that is like the tale of two halves. Right, the Lions come out just dominating, converting on third down. Yeah, running the ball on like a third and fifteen and converting, like yeah. just keeping the Niners on their heels. Yeah. And punching him in the mouth, like dude, really. Jared Goff half. was playing well. He played really well that he, first half, he, dude. He was playing really yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. And then for whatever reason, in the second half, the Niners just came out and yeah. like put their foot down. They and just were came like, out swinging. This like this is gonna stop. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And the Lions were kind of like, <laughs> this is gonna stop. And they were like, yeah, this shit stops now. Like yeah. we're gonna win. And there was some like like key moments. Um, some. Fourth down, um, some play that Decisions, you know, Dan Campbell yeah. has been, he's been like the let it ride, let's like you know, put it all on uh, yeah. either black or red. 
he he really does take those big risks and i don't know statistically like if he's just going off of like what they're like would they're make. around 30 percent uh success rate on fourth down right but so but i don't like it is his decision based in you know in those analytics or is it just like let's just do it let's just let it ride let it roll yeah they had Which, yeah sorry they had those like those uh like kick the field goal mm-hmm. to tie it or go for it right um there was that weird decision down on the goal line when they were trying to save the timeouts they threw the ball yeah threw the ball and then you try to run it and it was very obvious and then you had to waste the timeout you yeah. know like there were there were a couple decisions but I mean, in hindsight, it looks bad for because sure. you, you do the math and you go, if they were to kick a field goal on that play instead of going for it and turning it over in, you know, in, in San Francisco's uh, side of the field, Ugh. it's a different it's a different score. It could be a different outcome. Yeah. But had they made that, had they gotten the first down and maybe, you know, went down the field and, and scored or done something like it, it's all it's all, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty, But. It's just it's hard when you see a couple times, and, you know, when uh, the game against the Cowboys, when they went for it, went for two instead of just kicking a field goal. Like, yeah. what does that look like? How does cha- how does history change? You know yeah. what I mean? And it's uh, you know it, when it's one time, and if it's in a game that gets you from the you know number one seed to the number whatever four seed or whatever it is, it's kind of like okay, like. Get yeah, it. whatever. Yeah, but we're playing uh, with house money. Yeah, but yeah. on this one where it's like you're playing for the Super Bowl, I don't know. Does conservative like what it does being conservative it, like benefit you long run like with points? Sure. Yeah, he he used that philosophy that they've always stuck with, which is fine. Yeah. Right. Live by the sword, die by the sword. Like oh, I, that's get, a good it. Point. I yeah. get it. I get it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. This is what got us there. We're rolling with this. We go for it on fourth down. Right. Like we're gamblers. That's you know, our style. That's that's yeah. our style. Yeah. However, yeah. Like sometimes you have to put that to the side and just like take the points, dude. Yeah. Like just take the points. It's okay. Yeah. Like and I've done it as a coach too, where we've gambled and like, oh, let's go for it, let's do this. Oh, let's run this cool fake punt that doesn't work. You know, like and and you want and you try those things. Yeah. But every once in a while you need to take a deep breath and say, kick the field goal, let's take the points. Right. I guess to to your point about, you know, live by the sword, die by the sword. If that is their that's their creed, that's their uh, you know, how what the philosophy that they you know, tell their players like, all right, then then that's just kind of how we roll. Yeah. And win or lose, like we're gonna go to the grave feeling like that was the right decision because that's Lions football. And you know, like you can't argue like what Dan Campbell has done and the oh success that gosh, he's had with dude. that organization, yeah. getting them into uh into that position to be, you know, possible Super Bowl contenders. Um, you know, just a couple play a field goal away from like possibly well, doing that. Think about this of all the episodes we've done here, mm-hmm. never in a million years would we have been sitting like this talking about the Detroit Lions, <laughs> yeah. right? So, yeah. dude, so much credit for them, what they've done. Yeah. Um, I think they're going to be good for, for a while under under his leadership and under, um, you know, the way that he coaches those guys. That is a – it's a tough, kind of borderline dirty <laughs> – defense that plays yeah. really really hard it's a tough team it's a tough defense yeah. and uh that's their they're gritty and that's their their yeah. mantra and stuff like that and you know if that can be the narrative for them if that's going to be their narrative they just start you know gritty nasty players that just you know will get after you when you play them you better like buckle up your chin strap because they're coming after you that's that's something that detroit's never or hasn't yeah. had in a really long time so uh yeah benefit uh, it'll benefit them for sure so now we have uh the super bowl that nobody asked for that nobody wants and uh i mean i, I think i might just go for a bike ride uh i say we save predictions for next for next week yeah um but there are a couple things i i, I want to talk about before we before we uh move on okay can we stop the pre-game fashion shows? Can we stop like <laughs> watching the players walk in 
from like their well, you don't outfits. like to see it. You don't can like we see can it? we stop looking at uh, every 49ers like wife and her <laughs> coat that she's wearing and like can we stop that? I I okay. I think that it is kind of entertaining. I'm not gonna lie. I do like uh, it. I do like it. They're very like dapper. They dress really really well, and they got their ba- their little bag in hand. Like what are they carrying in there? What's Aaron Donald carrying into the locker room? What does he need? What is he, his uniform? His uniform's over there. Okay. What but, is he carrying? A toothbrush? Okay. What looks more badass? Brock Purdy, who rolls in looking like a professor. <laughs> yeah, dude, looking who like just coach, got, he like teaches at Elmo. <laughs> <laughs> who just got done lecturing a class. Who goes and friggin' wins. Like, that's badass. Then... By whose metric? That's like... <sighs> What, because he's dressed like a nerd, like all of a sudden that's <laughs> yes. like better? Yeah, that's why. Well, what if he was just in flip-flops and in shorts? Is that better? I guess when you win, it all looks good, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, because, yeah, if he would have lost that game. Oh, all right, let's look at what Jared Goff wore. And if it was anything They were like, pretty well, similar. They were pretty similar. That's what I'm saying. He looks like a nerd. The <laughs> loser nerd with his lisp. <laughs> with his lisp. <laughs> okay, yeah, let's back up. Did Jared Goff didn't lose that game. Do you think so? Because uh, we j- talked about this about yeah. like if he played okay, but it was yeah, something else yeah. on the team. I don't think Jared Goss lost uh, lost them the game. I think that he just didn't win them the game, and I think that's like the difference. Like between, I mean, he didn't play bad that first half. He he was he was really good. He was excellent. Yeah. I mean, they were riding such a huge margin that it was like very don't uh, statistically like very improbable that yeah, San Francisco that, would come yeah. back and win that. So in those moments, like your 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 guy, the guy that's at the helm needs to be able to take the reins and put the you know, put the nail in the coffin. And he didn't. He Bro, didn't. He, in what way did, he hit those dudes in the hands and they dropped them. So that's I get all it. I'm I get saying it. that I get like, it. he did he did what he could. He did his part. But that's what I'm saying is that is Jared Goff. He does what he can. And that's the difference between him and even like a Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy is like a like I'm not going to do what I can and just be happy with whatever the outcome is. He makes the outcome happen. Patrick Mahomes makes the outcome happen. Brock Purdy threw a ball that literally bounced off a Lions dude's helmet. Yeah. And the Niners caught it. So how how does that have Dude, to do with? I I don't know. There's got to be some cosmically. There is the something. Go, the golf luck. The golf luck is like rearing its ugly head, and in those moments, yes, like when the coin can f- like fall heads or tails. If golf calls heads, it's gonna land tails. God, he there threw, is like, just something. Those good balls, dude. They hit the dudes right in the hands. But they that's what I'm saying them. is there, there's something culturally or something uh just in the zeitgeist where like people just assume or people just like it's been so ingrained in people's head that it's not going to land Goff's way because he's not that quarterback and maybe we're perpetuating it by like kind of like feeding that but nevertheless that is the case and I think that it will it will continue to be that you know how like you know, like I when, hope like, not for his sake in Detroit. No, sake. I know, I, I know. It, I hope, but it. you know, like uh, when uh, there's just some organizations or some players or some like just uh, like the culture is that losing culture, and it is hard. It is very hard to to beat like to 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 move beyond it or to ignore it. You know. It just it's one of those things that like once the narrative starts to kind of like take on, it starts to snowball, it starts to take on a life of its own. It's a self-fulfilling prophecy kind of thing. Okay, where but if, if we compare him to Josh Allen, you compare him to um Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Right? Like we're not saying that stuff about those dudes. No. Um, but dude, Jared Goff did not like he has nothing to hang his head about. I feel like like he. I mean, if 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 he will, if he says that and that's his narrative that I, I don't have anything to hang my head on, then that just solidifies my opinion of him. <laughs> I'm just saying. I thought I thought the guy played well. 
Yeah, he, he did. He, he did. didn't he drop well. the. He didn't drop those passes. No, he didn't. He didn't. I think so. It's, that's the only thing I guess. I no, no, I know, play. I know. I think it's, uh, I think it's beyond drop passes. I think it's more uh, like, all right, like, all right, Patrick Mahomes. Like after that Bills game, after the game, Patrick Mahomes was not satisfied with the outcome of that game. He was talking about the refs. He was hemming and hawing. He was, I mean, even in like the handshake with Josh Allen was like that game. Like that's kind of BS. Like it was like that that. Talking about like the call that was made. Yeah. Yeah. And what I'm saying is that kind of mentality where you're so uh, disillusioned with the possibility that you could have lost that game. It's like it's unfathomable for Patrick Mahomes. Right. He's so in this like thought that that's impossible. I don't lose games. Do you know what I'm saying? Sure. And no, when you I, no, I get it. Like, yeah. And that kind of mentality is the difference between, like, in those game of inches, like the difference, right? And I'm not saying like uh, uh, that Jared Goff, like he he put the ball where it was supposed to go, but Jared Goff is not that guy who is going to not be satisfied with that loss. Meaning, like Jared Goff, in the end of it, would be like, "Well, I did all I can, and you know, I'll hang my hat on that, and that's all I can do." He's like, it's the difference between him and Patrick Mahomes, where Patrick Mahomes isn't satisfied with the outcome of that game, so much so that he will contest it and protest that this isn't how things go, this isn't how it's supposed to go. Whereas Jared Goff is just like. Hey, yeah, hey, them, them's the breaks. Uh, yeah. We'll catch you in the offseason, and yeah. we'll come back and see how it goes next year. Yeah, It's a difference. It's a different kind of like cutthroat mentality. I think the most, uh, the, the most or the only person that kind of comes to mind with that is that is Kobe Bryant and that kind of mentality. Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Where Michael, Michael Jordan, for Michael sure. Jordan, those kinds of like cutthroat mentality where losing isn't even an no. option. Yeah. There's no amount of like that doesn't enter their mind at all and i think that with jared goff not only has does it get in there it's infiltrated it and i think that it in some way just like bleeds out into the entire organization or the entire entire uh the confidence of the people that are around him and i don't know maybe it's just like being going too far down the rabbit hole with like the psychology of how that can affect yeah. other players but when that is the case and you know that this to be like you hear the narrative it almost becomes like all right well we're all going to like fulfill this prophecy of what we know this person to be in this like situation to be you know what i mean yeah no i do i do i get it that was way more psychology than i think that we've ever intended to do on this okay two more <laughs> two more we'll make them quick uh first one can uh can we Stop the fashion shows. Yeah. Next one is, can we stop saying that Patrick Mahomes is the best ever, that he's the GOAT? Was it oh, just yeah, like no. two years ago we said that Tom Brady was the GOAT because he won, yeah. you know, yeah, six won Super Bowls and, you know, all this different stuff. organizations, right? yeah. So can we, like, can we, let's pump yeah, the brakes I think, a I think we can. I think we can slow our roll on that. Yeah. I think. Let's let him win a couple more and yeah. then we'll have that talk. Yeah. Eventually. It's, it's. It's looking like that. I mean, I know, but it's just the recency bias, and, and maybe like, not just not because not we're the, all seeing it right, right now. Right, like, right. Come on, we are living in a really uh, interesting time. Uh, I feel like you know Tom Brady has gone on to, you know, graze out in the field somewhere. Oh, he's and, announcing uh, next year. Oh, he is. Yeah. Oh, good. Who's he replacing? Uh, I think he's announcing on Greg Olson, Fox, I oh. believe. So I could be wrong on who, but yeah. I but I saw a thing he's announcing. Um, so I mean, now that he's like you know gone from the NFL or gone from playing, like you you kind of need that next person to step up, or you need the next like superhero. You need the next, and that guy's been fulfilling the. He's he's living yeah. up to it. He's yeah. really jumping into that. And uh, but I'm just saying the goat talk. Like him. Yeah, I, I can I can just, agree with you. There. Yeah, let's dial let's that. Dial it back. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, no, I think so. Um, Last one, Taylor Swift. Oh, God. Can we stop? Please? Was on the field. On the field. All right. Afterwards, Andy Reid. Yeah. From the podium, <laughs> pointed at her 
And she pointed back like she called plays or some shit. <laughs> Dude, can you imagine I used Taylor to Swift on here, by the way? That's <laughs> how I'm Taylor was. Swift writing up, drawing up plays with Andy Reid. <laughs> oh <my> God, <laughs> like trying to get Kelsey like <laughs> open over the middle. Throw it to my boyfriend right here. Dude, I was just beside myself on how much they showed her and then the talk of it just <laughs> listen stop i'm starting to turn the corner on taylor swift and i think i'm coming around to it are you kidding me i think i'm starting to embrace it a little bit i've gotten tired of being of being uh in my as i've grown older i'm trying to be more loving more accepting you're lame <laughs> She's lame. The whole situation. I'm trying lame. to uh, so run a little bit more. Go with the grain a little bit more. You know, going against the grain always. It's a uh, you know, it's a tough. It's a tough road sometimes. It's a lonely road, dude. You know that one picture where it fooled us of how like the Super Bowl colors, the the emblems and the colors. Dude, that's right? right. Yeah. Okay. Remember that? And yeah. so we thought it was going to be Ravens the Niners. and Niners. Yeah. <laughs> And so uh, one of our listeners sent me that, and it was redone, and it was a picture of the Niners, and then in the corner was a picture of Taylor Swift in her purple dress, so it was the color purple of her. <laughs> Dang it. Well, the conspiracy lives on. Oh, my gosh. But, dude, we, we like, we got to stop. I know. It's, it's hard because it's, like, it, it's all that anybody talks about. It's just it's so out there, and... I yeah, I think I'm gonna stop pushing back. I think I'm totally embracing <laughs> this this Swifty. Uh, I'm gonna get a bracelet and uh, uh, I'm gonna put I'm gonna put your initials on it, <laughs> dude. She doesn't know anything about football. I don't think she claims to. No, you know, it, but you know it like, is. But no, because like the amount of attention that she undeserved undeserved. What's the word I'm looking for? Undeservedly. Thank you. Is getting <laughs> yeah for at a football event yeah is irritating. I know. I know. I, I've 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 tried to I've tried to move beyond it. It's just impossible. Like it, it, it she has this like uh it's like a black hole uh, that just sucks you in, and no matter what, you're just you have to. You have to like it, no matter what. If you're gonna watch football, and you're gonna watch the Chiefs. You're going to get sucked into that whole thing. You're gonna have to have an opinion. You're gonna have to, you know, like it. Just it is. It's it's. She's got that much. I guess you can respect that she just has that much swagger that she can just like bring everybody in and make everybody this like riled up about right. Like, but like they don't show like Patrick Mahomes' wife anymore. I mean, I don't think they should have to begin with, but <laughs> right, I understand that. But like, why show her, dude? She's a global superstar. She, like, somehow she's captured the attention of everybody on planet Earth for some reason. Her music, her aura, her personality—like something. Her bangs are awful, by the way. I am not a fan of her bangs, but she's got I'm no fashionista <laughs> or anything, but. Oh, now you have opinion on uh, on fashion. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's stop the fashion show. However, your fashion. However, sucks. if you are going to come out here, she had a pretty cool uh, like like puffer jacket that like Travis Kelsey puffer jacket. Dude, it was like so custom. much it attention was... for what for nothing for having a boyfriend that plays football. Well, no, they're I... not even married. Yeah, I know. I don't know. Maybe she just uh, maybe it, it gets everybody. You know want like thinking about having something like that is the, she gonna is she gonna perform with usher no nah, no way i don't think she performs does travis propose if they went oh, on the God. field i think he's that much of a um what's the word blowhard uh, blowhard yes that he will he that would. he would not will but would so if they win totally, He's getting down on her knee. Oh, dude, he's going confetti uh, flying down. He's doing Fiesta Bowl, Boise State, you heard Statue here, of folks. Liberty. You heard it here. <laughs> well, that is a uh, yeah, the power couple of, uh, <laughs> of the NFL and of pop culture right now. So we're just gonna have to live with it. Um, Super Bowl, whatever. 
Roman numeral something or other is coming we'll, up. We'll do our predictions. We'll do our predictions. Week. Nobody asked for it. Nobody wants it, but it's going to happen nevertheless. And power know. couple. My prediction is that uh, they've been I, dating for like three months. <laughs> so Why are we? <laughs> Oh god. All right, we're going to take on. a quick break. <laughs> we're going to come back after this. <laughs> All right, this episode is brought to you by Pro West Electrical. Uh Pro West Electrical is owned by our friend uh who we went to high school with, Anthony Sabasco. Uh he's got over 15 years of electrical experience. Uh his company does panel replacement do recess lighting. Uh, they actually did all the electrical and the recess lighting in my house. They do switches, EV chargers, ring doorbell. They'll change a light bulb uh, in your house if you want them to, if you pay them to. <laughs> That's right. And you can visit their website, prowestelectrical.net, or you give them a call, 714-306-1570. Pro West Electrical, powering up your world. All right, and we are back from break. All right, Jay Mitch, what do we got this week? All right. Uh, so we've been talking about Taylor Swift. And, yeah, unfortunately. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I know. And Travis Kelsey and power couples. Yeah. Even though they are not married. But over time throughout sports, there has been couples who have come and gone. Okay. Some have gotten married. Some have been just, you know, boyfriend, yeah, girlfriend flings. on their, yeah, little flings on their way. Right. Um, that have burnt out. You name it. So flash in the pan. Yeah. yeah. So we got ourselves a list here. We just want to see uh, if you can name some power couples. Oh, okay. But there's going to be an athlete in in all these. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. So rack your brain. <clears throat> no particular order. Okay. So just hit me with uh, with what you got. All right. Uh, uh, J Lo and uh, J Lo and uh, Derek Jeter. Is she in there? Uh, A-Rod. A-Rod. Alex Rodriguez and J-Lo was on the list. Circa 2000. Doesn't matter. J-Lo's. Yeah. Oh, (laughs) Kim Kardashian. Kim Kardashian. And do you remember who? Well, there was like a handful of them. Uh, All right. We got Reginald Bush. Yes. Reggie Bush. Uh, Chris Humphreys. Yeah. I believe they got married. For oh, a yeah, very yeah. short period of time. Right. Uh, oh, there's there's got to be someone else in there. I'm forgetting. I mean, there's like a couple of them. Yeah. I've, yeah. Well, I got two. There you yeah, go. There you go. <laughs> good. Good. Okay. Keep going. What else you got? Um, there is uh, Kate Upton and uh, Verlander. Yes. Justin yes. Verlander. Justin and Verlander. Kate Upton. Very good. He's a uh, good. He's a good pitcher. He's he's pretty good. Yeah. Tom Brady and Giselle, uh, Bunchen, Bunk, whatever her last name is. But yes, Giselle, Giselle and Tom. Yeah. Giselle yeah. and Tom. Giselle and Tom. Absolutely. Oh, uh, on the list. I don't know the wife's name, but uh, Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods and the Swedish uh, gal. Yeah, the Swedish gal. Yeah. I think. They're not on the list because you just called her the Swedish gal. Well, like, you know what I mean? I think we would have known her name. Yeah, more infamous than famous. Yeah. Yeah. We would have known her name. So I'm going to say no. No. Uh, Rick Fox and Vivica A. Fox. Not on (laughs) on the list. Not on my list, but I'll give you a check mark for it. Yeah. There you go. I think that was a, I think I'm getting all those names right. Yeah. Right. We'll add Rick Fox right here. Eva Langoria. And yes. Tony Parker. That is correct. Eva Longoria and Tony Parker All right. are somewhere on my list right here. Yes, okay. there you go. And they were married for a while. I thought that one was going to stick. Yeah. Yeah. That was, uh, she seems kind of like a, a lot. She seems like she's a lot to. Think so? Yeah. 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 Could be like right. a little ball of energy that just like, yeah, I was, yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, Dennis Rodman and Carmen Electra. Yeah, shocker. That one didn't work out. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Carmen Electra. And that was like the it Dennis couple. Dennis Rodman. Oh, uh, David Beckham and Posh Spice. Oh, my gosh. Number one. Oh, my God. Number is one. it? They oh, are, are these best. ranked? No. Oh. They're number one in my in my book. Oh, gotcha. Uh, let's see. Who did... Uh, who did Mike Piazza date? <laughs> <laughs> Mike Piazza. 
<laughs> Who knows? I think my Piazza's like has a bunch of kids now. I think. Oh, he does. I think. Oh, could be wrong. Oh man, I've got. Do like you need not, some, oh, do uh, you need uh, some hints? Uh, sure, I'll take a hint. Okay, we talk about this quarterback a lot. Jared Goff. Not Jared Goff, Philly. <laughs> Not Jared Goff. <laughs> well, we do. I think we need to cut back on it. Yeah. But. Yeah. Oh, uh, um, Russell Wilson and Sierra. Sierra. Yes. That is on the list. Oh. That's not who I was talking about, but oh. yes. Aaron Rodgers and. Oh, Mia Hamm? No. Oh, um, uh, Danica Patrick? Danica Patrick. Yeah. And A.A. Ron Rodgers. Wow. What did I like? Oh, and he also dated um, Olivia Munn, I think. For a short time, yes. He, he did, did. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, dude, I'm like, I think I'm out. I just, yeah, yeah, I hit the. All right. I'll give all you right. a couple more hints. Uh, tennis. Um, older school tennis. Uh, See if any listeners at home. Older school tennis. He had a lot of commercials back in the day when we were growing up. What is it? No, not no, that. You got Steffi Graf and Andre Agassi. Oh, dude, the Armenian. Uh, the <laughs> he, Armenian. He's Armenian? Yeah, he's Armenian. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. Just, I think that's uh, him and Cher are like the, uh, the top two for Armenian pride. <laughs> really? Yeah. I never knew that. Oh, uh, Serena Williams and the guy that owns or the guy that invented or started Reddit. <sighs> not on the list. Oh. Because he's not we don't know that guy's name. I mean, he's arguably like more successful than Serena Williams. I okay, but okay, so both. So this, this no, no, no. So that oh, uh, that Steffi was Andre Agassi. Andre Agassi. Okay, uh, uh, another tennis player. Okay, she was a big sensation when we were growing up. Venus Williams. No. Uh, dude, my knowledge of uh. Tennis, tennis very, players very is very, very limited. You <laughs> okay, got I'll give Serena you Williams, Venus Williams, and... Uh, I'll give you a hint. Anna Kornikova. Oh, uh, Enrique Iglesias. Married Enrique Iglesias. Oh, wow, married. Yes. Married Are they children. still together? They are still together. No way. Yeah. Oh, dude, good for them. Good story, right? <laughs> yeah. Good story. Okay, let's see. Uh, another famous singer... And a hockey player. Uh, Wayne Gretzky? No. Shania Twain? No. A hockey player. Yep. And... Oh, I just thought of one random one. She's blonde. Uh, oh, uh, I just thought of two. that I don't even know if they're on the list, but okay. Hayden Panettiere... And that boxer, yeah, and Klitschko, one of the Klitschko brothers, right? They got divorced. Oh, yeah, but oh, and then Ashley Judd and the Formula One driver. That's somewhere on that. I don't know where that list. Okay, Um, you you hear you hear her sing uh, once a week. Oh, uh, uh, she sings a Sunday night game anthem. Oh, what the hell's her name? Oh my gosh. It is Carrie Underwood. There you go. And I do I have no idea who Carrie she's Underwood with. and Mike Fisher. Oh. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go. There you go. Uh other one is Gabrielle Union. Who oh, married... um, I do know this. Miami Heat. Yep. Um I could see his face, but I just can't think of his name. Jesus. Um, it's not Jesus. It's not Jesus. Um, Dwayne Wade. Dwayne Wade. Dwayne Wade. All right. And the number one. Are you ready? The original. These two set the tone. Oh. Uh, Marilyn Monroe. Oh, Joe, Joe DiMaggio. DiMaggio. <laughs> Set the tone, baby. They were number one. That is the number one power couple. That's Dude, right. they are leaving Travis Kelsey and Taylor <laughs> Swift in their wake of... They started it all. Yeah, they that started was it like all. number one for um, sure. But if I were to rank our era, definitely Beckham and Posh. Yeah. And then Tom Brady and Giselle. I would uh, say yeah, those two are... There. Those two are like... That's the it couple yeah. for sure. Way better than <laughs> the Swifties. 
and all this that. is this uh so those are uh taylor swift and travis kelsey are this era's joe dimaggio and Marilyn monroe sadly that's what this era will remember this is the pinnacle of sports power couple i i hope not <laughs> i hope not but i i am on to something that like Dude, if they win, yeah. I would not be surprised if he asked on Dude, the field, got down what on the are knee the, and did it. There's got to be odds. On like that. if there's, I think we should for sure put money on that. Just straight like money line. Any listeners want to get in on this? Dude, let's do it. Let's put some money I, on. Dude, I'm not kidding. If they, and then I, okay, if they win, I wouldn't even be shocked if he retired too. Like you, him. You think so? Well, dude, his brother's probably going to retire. They both retire the same year. I'm going to get married. I'm going to travel the world. I'm going to follow my rich girlfriend around. Yeah. I, I don't, I can't don't see, know. I can't see that. Dude, they're just, if they do win the Super Bowl, they're just, they've got so much, like, run it back. I feel like it's going to be like a run it back kind of thing. Absolutely could. Absolutely could. Yeah. Well, but. definitely, let's put some money on it. It's just two money line. Uh, I think uh, Bet Online AG is coming on as one of our sponsors. <laughs> we don't have a promo code yet, but you can visit their website and uh, <laughs> and do yeah. Put some, let's put some money on it. Let's see. Uh, like at least we'll hedge our bets, right? Because if we put money on it and they do make some money, that's yeah. great. And if they don't, we just paid however much money to not see them get engaged on the field there you go there you go but next week i think we can do uh yeah we'll do wacky like super bowl bets we'll all do, right we'll do some we'll Sounds do something good. fun all right let's we'll, do it we'll do some research see what's out there all right we'll take a quick break and uh come back with this this episode is brought to you by cigar spots cigar spots is located in the circle of orange yeah, they have all your big brands like Fuente, Padron, Tatuay, Illusion. I mean, they've got uh, pretty much every brand that you can imagine. My favorite, my go-to is always the Tatuay brand. Um, I like the specific uh, 2012 Sumatra. That's my smoke. What, what do you got? What yes, you got? I've been going with the Tatuaje Red Label. Yeah, Red Label's good. Uh, so they do at-home delivery. You can place your order online and they'll deliver your cigars straight to your house. Or you can order for pickup. You can actually order online and then they'll uh, have it ready for you. You can just swing in, uh, put some hazards on, and go and pick up your cigars and be done. And don't forget the promo code. <laughs> promo code Tony Joe uh, when you check out and get yourself 20% off uh, your order. So visit cigarspots.com and uh, use that promo code Tony Joe. All right, and we are back from break. All right, so we're going to get back into the house that uh, uh, my wife and I bought. Um, we uh, Last time we talked about the house, we were getting into the purchase and how that all got laid out. Um, so we'll fast forward. Uh, purchase is done. Uh, house is in our name, and uh, we are now starting all of the construction. You got the keys. Got the keys. It's time to do it. Time to time to do it. Time to uh, you know we went in there with the plan on, um, essentially just kind of you know redoing some of the flooring, doing the kitchen things like that. Um, I like I mentioned in the last episode, the house had the original hardwood floors in the bedrooms, but not in the living room. So we wanted to redo the fl the floors in the bedroom, sand them down, uh, stain them, and then find some uh, some luxury vinyl plank as they call it. Um, that is to match it and go into the living room. Yeah, that in itself was uh, a, a fiasco trying to get the right color and right. Uh, so just finding the actual like somewhat match. Yeah. Okay. Because there's so many different colors, variations, and just like even the slightest hue difference can just make the room look so much different. Yeah. Um, you know, there was a big trend for a while to go gray, and gray is like. It's a choice. You see it, and it just doesn't for have flooring? like a natural. Yeah, for flooring, and like we just stayed w clear of that. Did yeah. not want to do that. Uh, we went with like a really nice natural, um, natural tone of wood, um, and went with. Um, there's different like ratings on on the flooring yeah. and how thick you can get it, uh, and then also um, you know just the the brand. So 
uh, we went with a uh, Cortac was the brand that we went with. Um, and, uh, the color, I can't remember, but it was a really nice, like light tan yeah. that matched uh, what we were going to do in the back bedroom. But before we can do any of that work laying down the floor, we had to do some demolishing, tear it up, <laughs> do some demo, tear some stuff yeah. up. We had a really old, uh, kitchen with soffits and cabinets and just a big wall in between that blocked off the kitchen to the living room. We said, you know, let's, let's take this whole thing down. Let's take the wall down, open it up and give ourselves a nice open yeah. concept from kitchen to the living room. Uh, I called up our guy, uh, executive construction, called up Brent and uh, said, come take out, t take a look at this wall and tell me if it's load bearing and what we need to do to shore it up sure. and make sure that once we take this wall down, it's good to go. We're not going to have any problems. He came over. He said, not load bearing. Have at it. Take your your sledgehammer. <laughs> take your saws on. <laughs> Let it rip. Yeah. And so we did. Um we went just uh, we went uh, crazy, just taking all the stuff down, taking all the cabinets down, taking out the uh, the wall. Um, that in itself was uh, it wasn't too difficult to do. It's just a lot of just you know elbow grease and just kind of putting your back into it and swinging a hammer and getting that stuff taken down. There's no finesse to it. Um, in fact, uh, anything you want the opposite of the finesse. opposite. You want to just I remember tearing down my my brother's house and it's like. Dude, you got just like swing, swing away. away. That's like, it. For sure. yeah. And and uh, our uh, I don't know if you remember Tommy Walsh. Uh, yeah. Tommy Walsh. He was a uh, he went to El Medina and played football. Tommy was uh, huge. He came over and like brought me some you know big sledgehammers and some uh, uh, saws on and brought some tools over. He was really clutch and got me um, you know really helped out to yeah. to help with that side of it. Uh, in any case, we took down that entire wall. We kicked it out, took everything out to, I mean, as, as much as we could do uh, to get it to a clean slate so that we could, at that point, do some electrical. Um, our, uh, you know, Anthony Sabasco, our, our, you know, one of the sponsors from this, uh, from this episode um, at Pro West Electrical, he came in and ran new lines from our panel we had a uh, upgraded 200 amp panel brought in new lines new fresh lines from the panel into the kitchen to run our lighting our uh garbage disposal refrigerator all of that nice clean lines all the way from the panel to the kitchen yeah really nice clean job he did a really like we laid out everything with them told them what we were going to be doing gave them the layout of you know where we were going to put everything and we worked together to figure out where the outlets would go best, where the sconce light would go best, the pendant lights, and all of that. It was, I mean, it was like a collaboration. We, you know, he gave me his input on what it would, what would look best and what would work best, how many outlets you need yeah. and all of that. So it was a really, I mean, he was really helpful and uh, uh, really did um, help kind of get that, like dial in like all of the electrical there. At that point, it was a clean slate we had all the electrical run, and then at that point, it was a matter of getting the plumbing done as well. Um, we uh, at some point we're going to do all of the uh, plumbing the and switch it over to copper piping. So we switched out while we had all the floors opened up. Let's uh, get in there and do some 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 plumbing so that it's uh, nice and clean, and we can tie it up later on. Um, but, you know, the big thing was just getting everything down, done and getting everything uh, torn down and, yeah. and getting all the stuff like put in trash cans and get it like uh, have somebody come pick it. We had somebody come pick it up and we spent about you know, 400 bucks to have somebody come pick up all the trash that we accumulated. Um, but, uh, you know, for people who do want to do the work themselves, it's not difficult to tear down. You it's did doable. it with your brothers. Yeah, it's doable. It's doable. It is just a matter of finding out what's load bearing and making sure you're not going to take down a wall that is, you know, supposed to stay there, uh, and then just having at it. Just, and you uh, contributing your time to doing it. Too, that's it. Rather yeah. Rather than paying somebody. Yeah, and it pays dividends. I mean, that kind of work is it's it costs a lot to bring in a crew to just like do some demo, mm -hmm. and if you can save yourself some money doing that, um, I mean, it's just uh, one you get the satisfaction of doing it yourself, and then. To oh, obviously, yeah. you know, save yourself some money. So uh, that was demo. Demo. So you would recommend old. though, if someone, you know, is in the middle of this, yeah, do the demo yourself. Yeah, it's a, uh, it's a, it's, it's 
approachable. It's not, I wouldn't say that it's easy, but it's doable. Okay. And it saves yourself a lot of money. Um, you know, of course, if you don't have the time, you know, hire a crew to do all that. But, you know, there is something satisfying. It's a job that doesn't require a skill uh, to take down a wall or take down cabinets and just like, you know, have a sledgehammer and take s- some stuff down. Uh, make sure your power, you know, if there's any electrical outlets there, hit the breaker and take it. <laughs> make sure that you're not, uh, you know, you yeah. don't have power going to it because you will <laughs> do some damage. But it's something that is approachable. Uh, the demo part of it is, I mean, it's a fun part. It's like, I think the easiest part and, you know, the worst that you can do is just, you know, um, just take down maybe some some drywall that you shouldn't have and, and yeah. you got to bring somebody in to come do that patch work. it up later patch it up so that'll be part three we'll get into some of the patchwork and you know what it looked like to uh piece together all the mess that we made yeah and put some drywall back up and um and then cabinets and then i remember you got the appliances yeah and then we had to go do the bathroom yeah and the floors yeah because like furniture yeah, all of yeah. that. More, so, to come, more to come. More to come. We're going to bring it down room by room, layer by layer, piece by piece. Uh, demolishing was uh, was step one uh, in the whole process. So, um, yeah, we'll break it down a little bit more uh, in the next episode. But, cool. uh, yeah, thank you guys for tuning in. Um, like and subscribe, as always. And, um, yeah, we've been putting out some of these. Uh, so check out our YouTube page, and we've got some, like, little snippets here, too. So, um yeah it's uh we got some stuff cooking so we'll uh we'll come back um uh, probably next week with another episode and do some uh do some some Super predictions <laughs> some predictions yeah we'll probably will, be wrong will yeah, they got, get married that's we the big question oh dude that's for sure that's for sure <laughs> go put your money bet online ag you could type in Tony Joe and see if you get a, if something comes up. I don't know, maybe something, some twenty percent discount. Might come up. <laughs> uh, but anyways, we'll catch you uh, next time uh, uh, for another episode. Real and Thanks.